Hey everybody, Mark Myra here. It's the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane and I are doing two separate podcasts this week because um, I fucked something up. I fucked up! <laughs> I messed a little something up and now we got to do two separate podcasts, but we'll, we'll be back together. We'll be back together next week. Um, Patreon.com slash The Gentleman's Club. You're going to get more podcasts. You're going to get longer podcasts. You're going to get earlier podcasts. It's only four bucks a month. Patreon.com slash The Gentleman's Club. Uh, uh, go check that out. And we got the Rose to Rochester tickets at uh, just go to CarlsonComedy.com. Grab your Rose to Rochester tickets. We'll see you out there Friday, uh, Friday June 3rd. This is when we're we're doing that bad boy um so i got some news for the for the for the covid nervous people the covid nervous people because the big thing that i've been seeing oh excuse me yeah the covid nervous people stay away from me i've got snot dripping down my throat no um uh, I've got I've got I've got some some news for you. It's it's not going to be getting any better. And I'm not I'm not like anti-masker. I'm not anti-vaxxer. I'm a I'm a sheep here, baby. I do whatever they tell me to do. If you tell me to put a mask, a 10 cent mask on my kid, I'm going to do it because I don't want to be hassled. I don't want to be bothered. If you tell me it's fine to, to not wear a mask, okay what's the benefit of me putting a mask on my on my vaccinated kids when they're told that they don't have to and the rest of their friends are not wearing one? The benefit is, what what outweighs that benefit of their safety is that I have to hear them complain about it. So I'm here just, I'm a path of least resistance type of guy. So if you're telling me to get vaccinated, you bet your, your sweet cowboy uh, britches, I'm gonna get vaccinated. You tell me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. You tell me I don't have to, I'm not I'm not going to because I don't want to go out and have to find masks and be worried about which masks to put on and all that stuff. But basically, masking is over. It is over, people. It's done. Look, you can do it if you want. You can wear a big fancy hat if you want also. But the idea that people are going to be wearing masks in perpetuity just because of COVID. It, it's over. It's over. And I know people don't, you don't want it to be over. You know, I know we're in a, we're in a new wave right now, right? We're, I don't know. I just see the, the numbers, the numbers are going up, right? Which, um, I don't know if it's just because I don't have a, uh, I'm, I'm a sad boy without a radio show now. And I'm just less aware of it. Um, or if it's just the news isn't really covering it. I feel like I'm not hearing as much about this wave as the last wave. But wave or no wave, all right? The science of it doesn't matter. What matters is that people are are done with it. And that's really all that matters. And I'm not saying, look... Baby girl, I'm not saying that's the best way that we we should be doing things, uh, but it is the like, the way that we where we do things. Like who's who's that that one guy from American Idol, uh, Sanjaya, right? We're in like a Sanjaya type of situation. 
he wasn't very good. I thought the whole thing was that like he kind of sucked at singing and and, and being a, uh, an American Idol guy. Uh, but people were voting for that little cutie anyways, you know? People are using their vote, and the vote is we don't we don't give a um, a, a, sh- a shit about masks, right? And that's like the whole toothpaste back in the tube, baby. You're not going to get people to go out and voluntarily put these things on. It, look, and I'll wear a mask if, if you tell me when we're out in public, you're wearing a mask. When you're out at Wagmans, oh, you slap a mask on. I'll do it. I'm all for it, but nobody's going to tell you to do it anymore. That game is over. Nobody's telling you to wear a mask anymore. I see people very upset that now when, um, what is it, on flights, right? On flights, you don't have to wear a mask. You can show your sweet, beautiful face to the world. And um, again, I'm not saying that is the correct thing to do from like a, a, a health standpoint, but we gotta find where like the line is drawn. You know what I mean? Like, I guess in theory, I guess in theory, if we don't want to get sick from anything, we we could do like the we could do like the bubble boy thing. You know what I mean? It's like the risk reward thing. Um, and I'm not talking like I get that there's people that are uh, immune compromised, and if you know they eat a bad ch- chicken nugget, their butthole turns inside out, and, and and they're just a dead person. Look, I'm not talking about you. I get that people have different ailments that they have to deal with and they have uh, different situations. I'm just talking about people that are generally of, of good health, okay? But there's gotta be a line somewhere. We could all be bubble boys and girls or bubble bubble vase and just kind of you know live in our homes, not see anybody. Look, you're not gonna get the flu. You're not gonna get COVID. But, but there's the risk reward thing, you know, do I want to go out and enjoy some uh, $15 fish tacos cooked by uh, most likely a heroin addict losing his fingernails in the back of a shitty uh, Mexican restaurant? Do I want to do that? Do there's the risk reward. There's the risk that I might get a, you know, a a drug addict's uh, fingernail in my, my taco. And there's also the risk that I might get the flu. There's the risk that I might get... COVID, but the reward, ooh, that sweet, tangy chipotle sauce on a couple of uh, shrimp that should have been uh, consumed two to three days ago, a little over, you know, a little over the, 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 uh, the expiration date, you know, that's the reward that, that I get, and that's, that's with everything, uh, having sex without a condom, oh, there's a risk there, baby. Shitting out a couple of kids with some some lady that lives in a trailer park. There's that. There's that risk, right? There's the risk of getting a little, you know, a little itchy peener. But the reward, um, you know, I'm <laughs> just really getting in there. Uh, uh, the, there's that. So so risk reward, right? Where are we where are we landing with risk reward? Now, when they were telling me get vaccinated. Wear a mask. I was like, okay, so I'm going to wear this stuff. And the reward is that nobody's going to hassle me, right? Eh, also my safety. Sure, there's also my safety in there. And that's kind of where like I put the line. I put the line where people tell me to put the line. And by people, I don't mean 
I don't mean some some dude with a with a with a Punisher decal on the back of his Ford Ranger. Okay, got the kid from Calvin and Hobbes, you know, <laughs> pissing on Bill Gates' face or something. I don't. That's not that, that that's not who I'm taking my cues from. I just I just go look. I, I pay the government to to do this to deal with this stuff. That's r- literally what they're there for. So I'm just I'm just gonna trust the government on this one, and 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 that's what I'm doing. And I understand. I understand it's making you nervous that when you go on a plane, people are not wearing masks anymore. But you know it was going to happen at some point. You know it was going to happen, all right? There was people doing it when when this first started. We didn't know what was going on. Plus, we, we fucked ourselves. We fucked ourselves hard with the mask thing. Real hard. Because they messed up. It's not your fault, baby girl. I'm on your side. They messed up with the mask shit. Because for two years, they were going, wear a mask. You must wear a mask. I was wearing a mask made from like, (laughs) my mom like cut up her bras and her maternity underwear and just sewed together masks so i'm just breathing in her titty air and her asshole air and i was like i'm safe i'm safe mom mom grabbed some some underwear from the 80s she tossed on a couple of rubber bands did a little bit of sewing on there and no 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 covid here and so i was wearing that and then they were selling us those little bandana masks right we all looked like we were going to go rob a saloon or something. We all looked like we were one of the robots in Westworld. So, yeah, sure. Get that. That one's stylish. And then there was the cloth masks that I was getting at Wegmans. Bought a shit ton of those. Bought a shit ton for the kids. Feeling how oh, I was feeling. I was doubling up on those bitches. Hell yeah. Washing them every time. Feeling very safe with the masks, right? And then what happened? Like, you know, the last wave. It was like, whoa, what are you doing wearing a cloth mask, asshole? Whoa, what are you wearing that for? You got to have the, you got to have these these paper masks or the KN95 or the N95. Those are the real masks. And it's like, well, me, Mark Myra, one, 100 percent not a doctor. Also, 110 percent a big dumb fucking idiot. Like you need to believe that I am. I know, and like you believe it, and I know it, that I'm a big, I'm a big dumb fucking idiot, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm the dumbest. And when it comes to how to not catch certain diseases and viruses, I'm, I'm also a big dumb fucking idiot. So I was wearing masks. Oh, I don't know that every store was selling me that was on the shelves at Wegmans. I would go to CVS and I would go one mask, please. And they'd be like, oh, what kind of mask would you like? And I'd be like, the one that makes it so I don't die. And they're like, we got the thing for you. And they bring out this cloth mask. It's got a Yankees print on it. Oh, boy, am I making a statement, right? Oh, boy. Team A-Rod. Sorry, Benifer, going for that couple, all right? So I was just putting on, oh, I don't know, whatever masks you fucking idiots were giving me because I know, I know that I don't know, right? I know that I don't know. 
And then three or four months ago, they were kind of like scolding us for wearing the cloth masks. Oh, okay. Well, what the fuck did you want me to do? Okay. Because you guys were acting like, unless I had a, a, a pair of boxers with, with shit stains on the outside wrapped around my face, I was going to die. So I was doing what you guys were tell the experts were telling me to do. And then they switch it around and go, oh, yeah, what we've been telling you to do, it does nothing. How could you be so stupid? You're disgusting. You're as bad as the people that stormed the Capitol. How how dare you? Well, it's like, well, I'm just wearing what you were telling me to wear, you, you silly little goose. So I think they kind of screwed us over with the masks and screwed themselves over with the mask if they ever want to bring it back because they've been telling us to wear the wrong masks. Can you imagine if we all got the vaccine, right? We get our first shot. We get a little booster in there, get our lollipop after we do it. A Band-Aid on the arm says, I'm saving America. God bless Ronald Reagan and and his wife, the throat goat. God bless her. Saving America. And then they go, oh, oh, you got, oh, you got that vaccine? Oh, you got that vaccine. Oh, that vaccine doesn't do anything. That vaccine, oh, that vaccine makes it worse. Nobody would then get the vaccine. That's what they did with the masks. They gave us the wrong masks, masks that don't work. The, the gov- I, Look, I thought Joe Biden was supposed to be sending us masks. I didn't get any fucking masks sent to me. They didn't supply us with the correct masks. And then they go, oh, you big dum-dum, you were wearing the wrong mask the whole time. And then it also doesn't help that, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I can only speak from my experience of not being dead, and my kids not being dead, they were wearing the wrong masks, and they're 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 still alive. So they screwed up with the masks. And again, I'm not anti anything. I'm pro whatever you tell me to do. I'm pro. But look, a lot of you, you got this. You got a you got a big old COVID comforter, a big old COVID blanket. I know. I know that sounds like a way that. <laughs> We're going to take over a land filled with indigenous people. Here's some COVID blankets. But you got a bit, you're, you're, you're draping yourself in the comfort of like the ritual of not getting COVID, right? And that's, you got to, that's like your big, it's like, it's like dudes with beards. Like there's so many people that I look at them like, like, like you look at somebody you have a picture like five years ago and you're like, oh, that's, that's a nobody. That's that. I don't even want to talk to that dude. But then you see like he slowly grew a mustache or a beard and then all of a sudden very into IPAs. He's like investing in a company where they split wood for you. That type of guy like you've that's his personality. He grew his personality on his face. You've unfortunately intertwined your personality with with, with COVID and um, and trying to be safe from COVID, which I'm not against. Be safe from COVID. Hell yeah. But you can't expect people to then, you can't tell people not to wear a mask and then go back on it. Just like, hey, look, I love this shit. For the most part, I'm I'm working from home, baby girl. It's just big fat old Mark Myra sitting on his ass on his couch, the, the clicking away, uh, typing away, do, doing my radio's work. 
it's going to be very hard to get me back in the office Monday through Friday, 830 to 5 to do the work that I'm barely doing at home. I'm getting paid to barely do any work. It is amazing. It's going to take a whole lot of convincing and forcing and maybe uh, maybe like a half lobotomy to get me back into the fucking office. For what? For what? So the receptionist can make one of her, her gourmet cupcakes and we can all get diarrhea from the Mexican sugar that she used? That's that oh that that's what I'm going for the office culture. Get a little office culture, just just go, just gray carpeting, mustard yellow walls. I'm sitting in a cubicle. Oh, I feel oh boy, I'm feeling cultured. You think you're gonna be able to get me back in the office? Same thing with the masks. Also, I can't believe Wegmans is still selling those things when it comes to the masks. The fact that I go to Wegmans and there's like a bin. Right? There's a bin of cloth masks. After they told us the cloth masks don't fucking work. They don't work. Shouldn't that be illegal? Hey, here's some what? Here's some COVID masks that, that don't work. Buy them up, you dumb bitch. What what are they doing? Hey, we got uh just go into to aisle five A. That's the where the uh yeah, the family planning aisle. Um, yeah, we have um, we have condoms with cigarette holes burned into them. It's just this new thing we're trying, where you get a condom and it's got a big old a big old cigarette burn in there. All the juice is flowing out of it. They're they're juice flow condoms. They're juice flow condoms. Isn't that what we're doing? <laughs> like you you you're telling me the 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 cloth masks don't work, and then people are still trying to sell them to me it's not like a fucking fashion statement okay we're not all like in the mexican cartel trying to hide our identities the whole purpose of the mask was for the covid i don't know i i'm just a dumb little slut here maybe maybe uh, uh sell us a mask that, that that actually works if people want a mask maybe it should actually just fucking work <sighs> Anywho, very excited. I'm very excited about the roast of Rochester um, that's coming up on on Friday, June 3rd. You get your tickets at carlsoncomedy.com. Also, you know how to use Google. You can search. You understand that part. Um, and what I'm um, what I'm excited about it is be, uh, for the roast of Rochester is like whenever we do that show, it's not just like me going up and Shane going up and doing some stand up. Um, it's like it's like stand up plus. It's like uh, a digital prop comedy. We got <laughs> we have we have videos that we play in like clips, like news story clips, and there's there's songs and shit, and we do just you know it 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 almost reminds me more of doing the radio show with Shane type of thing, and we get to do that on stage. And the people that come to the roast of Rochester, these aren't like like sometimes you you go and do a comedy show and it's. It's uh, this. Th I think this might have been more of a thing uh, back in the day, but like where like the comedy club would sometimes call you, they'd call you and be like, "Hey, is, is this Mark Myra?" You'd be like, "Yeah," and they're like, "You won fifteen free tickets to the comedy show tonight. Oh, uh, why don't you and fifteen of your friends come?" And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, golly!" What that is just like a, a show that sold awful. So they're just trying to pack it in with I don't know bachelorette parties or some shit. 
So sometimes you go into comedy shows where uh, the the people there uh, didn't even know a comedy show was happening. Um, I did one of those a, a week ago. Or you go into a comedy show where they don't know who you are or anything, which for being somebody that's not a famous person or or any good at anything, that's usually the case whenever I do stand up. Um, but the roast of Rochester, that's like our thing, right? That's like our yearly Mark and Shane Gentleman's Club show. So the people that come out, they're Gentleman's Club fans. You feel the energy. You guys actually like us in some sense. That's a positive. It's, it's nice to be around people that ac- actually like me in some way. Um, so it's always like a really great show. Uh, tickets are going pretty quick. You know, I, I, we're a month and a half out. And, uh, um, you know, I'm not going to say like there's there's only 10 left, but it is it is pretty starting to get a little limited on how many tickets are left. So if you go to, uh, you know, just find this on Facebook, facebook.com slash the gentleman's club, um, patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. It's there. The link is there. Or, you again, you know how to do a little Google search, do a little Facebook search, the roast of Rochester, that bad boy's going to pop up. We're going to have uh, Justin Brown, a uh, local comedian who just did a show in Alaska. And I just find him so hilarious. He's, he's so adorable too. He's like seven feet tall. Uh, we got Megan Carter coming out um, and a couple more comedians. And we'll get, uh, you know, we'll have some more surprise guests come out. It's going to be fun. So, so grab your tickets for the roast to Rochester. But um, yeah, I did a, um, I did a show for the inner loop, the inner inner loop blog with Shane. And I, I asked Shane to be on it. You know, people usually, um, uh, don't ask me to be in a lot of these uh, stand-up shows, and I think it's one of two things. I think this is the one I, I I'd like it to be, but I think it's the latter. But I think it's because a lot of times I won't do shows unless Dad is getting paid a little something, because you know I I have three kids and a and a wife, and I'm in my mid thirties, and it's kind of hard just to look Lily in the face and be like, I'm following my dreams, baby. Oh, daddy, daddy needs the attention. Or he's like Tinkerbell, he dies on the inside. And I go and do some like shitty comedy show at, I don't know, like at a fucking coffee house or something. And half the people there don't even want comedy to be happening. It's just a bad look. It's a bad look. And Lily doesn't appreciate it. And rightfully so, you know, rightfully so. She doesn't appreciate it. Um, so it's, it's sometimes it's that like I, I used to only do comedy shows where I got paid um, or or it could be the second thing is just I'm uh, people think I suck at comedy. That, that could also be it. That could also be it. And it's probably most likely it. But um, Shane was doing this like uh, he, they've been doing stand up shows at bar 90 for the interloop blog. I'm like Shane. We gotta we gotta dust off the cobwebs. We gotta knock off a little rust. I need to I need to do some some stage time before the roast to Rochester. Maybe I'll do a couple of shows, you know, and 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 just get on stage, whatever, you know, do do five to ten minutes just to you know just to be up there, get the muscle memory going, you know, work work out some of those muscles, and uh, and so that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, we'll go. I'll do the interloop blog show at this bar ninety bombed harder than I've ever bombed in my entire life. I bombed so well, here's the thing. The entire show bombed. Like I was I think I was the I was the first comic. Shane Shane 
kind of hosting the whole thing went up first and this is nothing against Shane. Shane is a, is hilarious. Shane Shane is one of my is my favorite stand-up com uh, comedian in Rochester. I think I think Shane is just great at it. He puts in a lot of effort into it and he's just naturally he's got a face where no matter what he says it, it, you laugh at it, which is I know. And that's that's sweet, and that's what I'm going to get put on my card for Lily on our 20th anniversary. Uh, you get you got a face that makes me giggle. No, Sh- Sh- Shane is the funniest person that I know, and he really ma- he really makes me laugh. Shane went up there and and bombed. Shane started off the show bombing his set, and again, like I said, Shane's a funny boy. And then I went up there and bombed extremely hard. And and after a while, I was just like, I don't know if this is the right route to go. I'm, I'm sure Shane didn't appreciate this. But I um, after like five minutes of just eating shit and the audience looking back at you and they're not having a good time. Well, well I'm also not having a good time because I'm just eating fucking shit up there. Um, I just go, guys, look, this this isn't working out like. What, what, what I'm doing here on the stage, bombing this hard, and you not wanting to hear it, this almost feels rapey. It almost feels like I'm comedically raping you. You're not having a good time. You don't want this. Sure, you consented by paying $10 and coming into the bar and wanting to be at the show. But this, is, this isn't what you paid for. You didn't want to be here and just have a, have a miserable time, right? So I thought I was doing uh, them a service and just going, you know what? I'm 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 just going to stop telling jokes, right? You, I, you feel bad for the audience. You feel shitty about yourself. But this is this is where I'm going to take it off myself a little bit because I, again, I'm not saying I'm the I'm, I'm I'm the best comedian in Rochester. I think, like I've said before, I think Shane is Shane is definitely better than me. I think Shane's really great at stand-up, and we do have a lot of good stand-ups, and I've seen some really good Rochester stand-ups bomb, and I've seen them do well, and I would say for the most part, I do well when I do stand-up because it is such an awful feeling to bomb, like not, like it would almost be different if you were, like if you're doing a show in like Wisconsin or something and you bomb and you're like, well, these aren't my people. When you do a show in Rochester and just eat fucking shit, you gotta, you gotta look your community in the face after you just did that to them. So feeling bad for the audience, but this is this this is what I've and and uh, this this is what I think is the the death of any comedy show. The death of any comedy show is doing it at a place that you shouldn't be doing comedy. This Bar 90 place seems like a seems like a real cool venue um if you want to be just like shit-faced off of, off of some like labat blue lights in like those tin bottles that are you know green for St. Patrick's Day and and, and you just want to sit there and 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 have a strobe light in your face, and it's 90s theme, so like, I don't know what fucking Golden Girls is playing on the TV, like these massive TV screens, there's just massive TV screens, which is good for, here's the thing with comedy, comedy is usually just like a fat white guy on a stage talking kind of quietly, right, not usually, unless you're Dane Cook, you're not usually yelling or screaming, so 
that's what comedy is. So the best thing you can do, because that's so low energy. I mean, stand-up comedy is generally low energy. The best thing you could do is not have strobe lights and lasers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer playing in the background. This bar 90, because it's 90s themed, it's got 90s TV shows, and for whatever reason, it's 7 p.m. on a Saturday. They have laser lights going, like you're, uh, uh, like you're playing laser tag at Lasertron, and they have music blasting, which is just like all of that shit is much more interesting than stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is so uninteresting. You need a dark room that is quiet with a spotlight on one fat person. That's what stand-up comedy is, and you better, oh boy, you better not have any distraction, okay? Because if somebody's ordering their wings too loudly at a comedy show, it ruins the fucking vibe. So it wasn't a great, like, this is a venue to huff cocaine out of a stranger's asshole and then and then do anal with somebody that you know from high school, Okay, with one of those condoms with the cigarette burns in them. That's where you got to do comedy. But here's the deal. So I did that. Ended off the night, my depressed night of there's also there was also a fight there, but I wasn't there for the fight. I left early. Um, And I'm sure when Shane drops his solo podcast, he'll he'll get into the fight and stuff. And I'll leave that for him because he he's the one that was actually that actually experienced that. But um, I went and got some Taco Bell after, which was a bad move. And uh, we'll get to that part on the other side of the Patreon of the episode. Patreon.com slash the Gentleman's Club. It's four bucks a month. You get a little, you're going to get a little extended version of this episode. And like I said, Night Cruise and Podcast, all of them are up on our Patreon. And you get to support Shane and I. Come on. Help us make our dreams come true. Of having 60 Patreon followers. That's that's all we ask for. So patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. All right, bye, poor people.